0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I'm joined this week by Mr. Paul Collett. Hey, dude. How's it going, sir?
1: It's going very well. I have a new sofa. Um, Hey! Yes, I've been sofaless for like three months, and I've been trying to play my PlayStation on this rickety old squeaky chair you hear me on every week. And, uh, yeah, it's not being very comfortable. So now I can just lounge out, put my feet up, play PlayStation, and I think I'm enjoying games again now because i had some some comfort, yeah, rather than nice. some back-breaking torture device. Result. I know. So that's put me in a good mood. Hey! Paul's right? <laughs> in a good mood. That's.
0: Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, one last one. Mr. Greg Hicks. Hello. How you doing, sir? I'm very well, thank you. I've had a sort of busy working week.
2: Got a tattooed again yesterday, which is twice in two weeks, which is my body's way of telling me that's a stupid idea, because it really fucking hurt. Um... <laughs> yeah i've been sort of playing all the games uh toby and i've been sort of holding the review port down in town while youtube been off on your jollies so uh yeah it's been a it's been a week i know i know how you guys feel trying to get things out so um yeah that's no, been good
0: doing a cracking job as well that's right, it's just what we do isn't it man yeah we take me and sean took a week off and the site has never been better <laughs> so, <laughs> i think that's uh, i think it's a lesson there
3: uh mr toby anderson Uh, Good evening. How you doing mate? Good thank you. I also have a sofa It's very comfortable Um, and I've also been playing games like a crazy person this week um, and writing way too much but uh, it's been fun. It's been good. Cool and finally Mr Sean Davies.
4: What up? How's it going buddy? I'm good homeboy. How are you? Homeboy? Yeah yeah sorry I'm you know just trying something you didn't pull off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a dad trying
1: to be cool at disco, isn't it? You know
4: what up, I mean? my fellow kids? <laughs>
1: What's up, my brethren?
4: Um, <laughs> I, I am fine. I am full of paneer curry, which is nice because you, occasionally you can get a paneer and it's just cheese on top of a tikka. I actually had paneer today. It was delicious. And I am full of it and I am ready for discussions about games and shiz. Okay, How cool. are you, bro? Is that oh, <laughs> oh you are right. so you're many good ones you're there. Def- you're definitely
1: full of it. Who is this guy? Sorry.
4: I've had a week right. off, hot tubs and stuff, so I'm
1: back. <laughs> this is what holidays, holidays do to people, do you know what I mean? That's why she's never going on a holiday.
4: Everyone's just
2: monged out now, it's great. <laughs>
0: mm. Yeah, I'm I'm very well. I'm very tired. I'm still recovering a little from yesterday's travelling shenanigans. But yeah, I'm very good and full of Chinese, which we promised we'd got ourselves last night when we got in. We got in at midnight and we just absolutely conked out. So tonight we uh, reinstated our Chinese plan and it was delicious. Hence why I was a little late to this week's recording.
3: (laughs) I'm full of Chinese from yesterday. They're so filling. You don't need the next meal. You really don't.
0: It's crazy. We've got enough to uh, probably cover us tomorrow night as well. (laughs) So it should be good. Uh, Right, we're going to jump into what we've been playing. So, Mr. Paul Collett, have you got yourself in front of a console this week?
1: What have you been playing? Oh, I have. Uh so I've just been playing uh, Ghost of Shishima. Uh, and I love it. It's a, such a good game. It's the only game I have been playing, so you know, probably quite a short discussion. But I just want to say that I think the reason why I find uh Ghost so um such a good game to play is because I think it's just taken a lot of things back to basics. Um it's, you're not you're not sort of getting uh drowned in like stats and crafting and a bazillion different weapons and all this kind of stuff. It's a very simple uh, a simple game and a world that looks so so beautiful. And I think that's what's captured my imagination a bit more. Sometimes, you know, you play games, especially like Assassin's Creed, and there's about a thousand bazillion weapons you can pick and upgrade and change the colour and this, that, and the other, and this kind of crap. And it, it gets too much sometimes. All the, all the all the quests or the little side quests are like, you know, get a new kind of colour for your bow or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. But uh, Ghost seems sort to of have... Like, um taking all that away. It still has got upgradable weapons and, and you know bits and pieces for your costumes and whatnot, but it seems a lot more simple. And it's not quite so um bogged down by it all. Do you know what I mean you, you don't the gameplay just keeps flowing. You go, oh look, I've got this and I've got that and it's just something you can quickly add to your character or whatever and you know it's done. That's it. And you came on an adventure you ain't got to keep I don't know leveling up to do whatever. Yeah it's just it's just such a it just feels like a, a video game again. It's not like some kind of I don't know. It's, it's a weird way to describe it, but I just you know, a lot of these open world games or you know games recently have been really heavy going, and this just seems like a fun video game now. And uh, and it's just you know, I enjoy playing it. Um, enjoy the world, enjoy the story, everything. about it I am just enjoying it. And um, you know, I haven't played much this year, to be fair. But you know, if we're going to do a game of the year, that's right up there for me.
0: Wow. This super really has turned you around, hasn't it? It has.
1: Goodness me. Actually, having the ability to just lounge comfortably while playing a game, he really gets sort of back into it rather than kind of fidgeting and you know, whatever. So, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I think there is something to that. Generally, what you might need to do is go back to some games that you didn't like this year and you yeah, might like them. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The
3: Retroactive yeah. Sofa Review. Yeah. The,
0: the, <laughs> <laughs> the Retroactive Sofa. A idea.
3: That should be the name of your blog, The Retroactive Sofa. Yes.
0: Uh, Mr. Toby Anderson, what have you been playing this week, sir? If you can narrow it down to. Like your top 20, that'd be
1: amazing.
3: <laughs> I'll try and keep it to five, but I can't even talk about a bunch of them anyway, so um, I'll keep it short. So I've been playing Other Side, um, which is one of the ones I can't really talk much about, but I'll just give you a very basic one-liner or two. Um, it's a creepy, sort of cool Sin City aesthetic, blue, uh, black, white, and red, not blue, black, white, and red colour scheme, and it's like a tactical strategy game um, with all this really creepy artwork and lots of tentacles on the backs of dogs and things like that that you have to kill Um, and yeah I've been really getting into it but um, I can't really talk about it, I've got a review coming up uh, when this goes live actually, so today if you're you're listening to this um, it'll be around on Monday Um, I've also been playing uh, Ageless which is Team 17's new um, platformer it's a lot like a certain Celeste, a very large pixel platformer um that's um you know can be fun and all that kind of stuff it, it you know it's a it's a platformer but again i can't talk a huge amount about that one either um that also has a review out on monday um from from me so uh look out for that one and the third one i can't really talk about is fight crab um i don't know if i said anything about fight crab last week but um it's like a physics-based crab brawler um which is a very strange sort of a game Uh, To be perfectly honest, when I picked it up, you control the two claws of the crab with your two joysticks um, and sort of swing them in and hit other crabs with them and stuff. Lots of weapons. And it's just, yeah, it's a a bit of a crazy sort of an idea for a game, really. Um, But uh, is it any good? Well, you'll find out on the review yet again. that will be around uh, next week, but not Monday. I think that one's Wednesday. Um, So uh, look out for that. Um, Otherwise, I totally agree with. Paul, um, about Ghost of Tsushima, I reviewed that and it's on the website already. Um, I'm still haunting the Mongols um, around Tsushima as the ghost. Um, really enjoying it. It's, I, I totally agree. It's a sort of it's a contender for for a game of the year sort of a position. It's it's really really good. I've become a pretty skilled stance changer, changing up my combat for each of the different types of enemy types and things. Um, quite getting, getting quite slick at it now which is good you can deflect you know anything you want to after a while which is which is really satisfying to play um and i agree it's it's kind of honed and streamlined in the way that paul was saying it's um it's it's a whole generation of those types of games that's been honed and streamlined so yeah i just I, i'm really enjoying it i think i gave it a nine but i think at, at certain points it, it manages to to creep up to a 10 just every now and again um it's a yeah just a really really good game overall um and then the last one i'd talk about now i i'm I'm not going to put up a full review of this so i'll give you a mini review now carrion uh came out the sort of grotesque indie you know change up where you're where you're where you play as the monster instead of the the good guys um and it's come up on game pass uh on was it thursday i think of this of last week basically i think the trouble is with that one is i'm just disappointed with it um so I wrote a preview a little while back where I said all the different things I wanted the main game to do that I didn't get in the demo. And I didn't really get any of them, which is kind of disappointing. Um, It's it's very short. It's about five hours or so. You know, there's been great games that have been even less. And I'm not, you know, not saying that's the reason I don't like it, but it's it is short. You're not going to get a huge amount out of it in that respect. It's very repetitive. um, And I think you've probably seen everything it has to show you in that first half an hour or so i getting annoyed with people calling it a Metroidvania because though it is a 2D, you know, weird little 2D platformer game, it's not really a Metroidvania. You're led around by the nose the entire time and you don't really do any backtracking. And when you get a power-up, you use it there and then. And, and for the next couple of puzzles, you don't go back and use it somewhere else very often. Only a couple of things really apply to that, really. Um, it's, in, it's always in the same area. So it's not really a Metroidvania. Um, and the worst thing of all is that I really wanted to know what the carrion beast was who he was or it was where did it come from why were they experimenting on it all of the great plot and answers and story that i wanted when i wrote the preview and i thought it was great in the first half an hour demo there's not a single answer in the game not anything there's no all right i won't finish it now then (laughs) Should I take that bit out and not have any spoilers? <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> well, I've just heard you. <laughs> sorry for that, for Greg. But for, for, for listeners, if you, can, if you want to take that one out, you can. But it's just got, there's nothing. There's no answers anywhere. Positives are it's got good movement. And the creature itself is a really beautiful thing that's very cool. But it needed a better game to display its you know, cool movement and all its, all its grotesque glory, I think. And I'll leave it there. Hmm. Disappointing one.
0: So you're not going to carry on? very funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been waiting all week to say that <laughs> I, don't get I it. finished it god damn it <laughs> I'll tell you what Greg why don't you tell me what you've been playing this week instead well I've I've started
2: carry on but now I may not carry on carry on
0: Hey! Oh, it's, just, it's endless oh, isn't
2: it I
3: love it's it cat, it's, cat it's even better the second time
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's I think it gets all that hype just for being a devolver game for all the wrong reason same with that metal wolf chaos Everyone's like, oh my god, developers are putting these kind of risky games out. And it's like, but they're shit. I played about an hour of carry-on last night, so I must be about halfway through now. And I just went, I don't get it. There's <laughs> there's no challenge in it, because you can just move anywhere. It's like, imagine having a Metroidvania where you've got the power of flight constantly. It's not like, oh, how can I reach that ledge? It's just, oh, I'm there. Cool. All right. So I've, I've, I've given that about an hour, and I'm not overly thrilled with it. Uh, I have been still playing Ghost of Shushmeet. <laughs> Tsushima. God, it's I can not even say that. But I don't need to go in-depth because these two guys have covered most of their points and some I agree with, some I don't. But, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Um, I gave my in-depth last week on it. I have played and finished Superliminal this week, which my review will be out very soon for. Fantastic game. it's a, I can't explain it very well over here. and I can't even explain it properly in my review either. But to summarize, it's like Portal with Perspective. So remember how blown away we were Portal, like, oh my god, I can see into the same room and all that kind of stuff. But this is like, it's it's a puzzle game based on using perspective. So if you pick something up and you hold it above you and drop it, it enlarges it because it would be as if you were holding it at a distance. So it would drop down in equatable size. And even saying that sentence out loud, my my brows just furrowed. But yeah, it, it's it got to be played to sort of be believed. Uh, I've been playing uh Hellpoint which I'm under embargo on, but I can safely say it's pretty much Doom X Dark Souls. It's, it's, it's another Soulsborne-style game with a, this time with like a Doom, hellraiser Clive Jericho sort of, no, not Clive Jericho, Clive Barker even, um, style to it. And that's pretty much all I can uh, really say on that. And I've got Made of Skewer that I'm reviewing, which is a first-person horror game from Wales Interactive, which is obviously native to them because it's a tale set in Wales. Yeah. Um, it's about a folk legend. Never heard of. But obviously I'm not Welsh, so you might have more dabblings of that than I have as you lived there for a while. But no, never heard of it. But uh yeah, again, can't talk about it. Embargo's up on Tuesday, so reviews should be following hopefully then as well. And yeah, back to dabbling with like sniper ghost warrior contracts. I've been playing the Switch a bit more now that Venom kindly sent me a grip for my light switch, which is nice, so I can not get crippling finger pain when I play it anymore. So I've just tucked into a bit more Breath of the Wild, which I really still can't get into. I said last week that having a directionless Zelda confuses me, and it still does. Still playing Katana Zero, which is nails, and that's a good Devolver game. And that is pretty much it for my week.
0: That's a pretty hefty week.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, apart from the review games and chilling out with some Tsushima. Sh- For oh, fuck's sake, why can't I say it this week? <laughs> apart from, try that again, apart from my review games and chilling out with some Tsushima. Oh, I've that one, yeah. Been, yeah, I've just been dabbling in, uh, in other stuff, really. Nothing that you could really call like a massive playthrough of. So, yeah, it's mm. just been a, it's been a pick and mix, not like a, a buffet.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: Oh, lovely. If we're go oh, with I like know. Sean's food analogies and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: I really want to play Superliminal. I'm really looking forward to jumping into that.
2: It's, it really is a shame that we can't, like, I know you two got your, your primary things set up, but it's a shame you can't gift a game to someone and be like, I finished it, I'm paying it forward. Because I would love yeah. to sell it to you guys. But um, yeah, it's... it's it's. I don't want to give too much away for my review. It's not a massively long game, but what it, it's it got that problem with Portal that once you've finished it, you're gonna you're not going to have the, the, the all the next time around because you'll go, I know what to do with that puzzle. But to play it the first time <laughs> through is incredible and i'm I'm scratching my head at some of the puzzles and then i do them i'm like wow i really just you, you know when you overthink a puzzle and then it's yeah. literally because this is a game about perspective when it's literally right there in front of you you go i am such a fucking idiot <laughs> 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 it's that kind of game it doesn't make you feel stupid it makes you feel like you're trying too hard and you go oh of course yeah i'm really glad no one saw how red my face went then
4: mm.
0: But yeah, is that I think a, went. is is that a um, a plus or a minus in terms of the game's difficulty? Do you think it's it's too easy because it's like those obvious ones, or no, no, it just gameplay trickling? It's, you
2: like it's not too easy. That's the problem. It's not too easy. It's just it tricks you into thinking that it's a difficult game. And then it's when you get your head around the perspective mechanic. There is one puzzle later on I had to look up because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And I won't give away which one it was. But yeah, it tricks you into thinking. It's a very hard mathematical, like lateral thinking kind of game. And then when you sort of take a step back and you go, hang on, if I line this, oh, right. I mean, it's like there's um there's a French term for art called tromp trompe loyal. It's when you um you see it in some games where you, you, oh like, like the Riddler puzzles, got the question marks from Batman, you know, you've got to line up the camera so you've got the question mark and then the dot.
0: Yeah.
2: It's like that. It's called it's called like Trump Loyal or whatever it's called, I can't pronounce it properly.
1: Is that the same thing as those puzzles you in the original watchdogs? You have to get the QR codes, didn't you, on the building? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And there's some of them
2: in Detroit become human as well. So it's it's like you line up a cube, for example, between like three pillars on a table, and then that cube becomes tangible, which you can then pick up and then drop it from above you to make a big enough cube for you to jump on. It's all very weird,
4: but it's That's it's cool. it's a positive kind of weird.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to jumping into that. Finally, Mr. Sean Davies, what have you been playing this week?
4: I played a few things. I played uh, Rock of Ages 3, which is... Uh, if you've enjoyed the other two games, you'll enjoy this one. It's a game about rolling boulders down hills in order to hit like st- structures and objects... And it's set to, like, historical art. It's a very irreverent game. It's, like, poking fun at artwork. It's it's fun. It's nice. The Switch version isn't the best version. So if you're going to buy it, maybe look at the PC or the PS4 or Xbox One. The Switch version's weird. It's got some, like, visual issues. Um, some of the maps have got, like, big plumes of fire and smoke in the background, which, like, phase in and out as you're rolling. Um, so keep that in mind if you're going to buy the game. But there's a review on the website if you want my full thoughts. I have been playing Destroy All Humans on the PS4, the remake which comes out today. Oh no, sorry, tomorrow if you're listening to this. Um, The review comes out today. Um, I'm going to talk about it a little bit because I know it's embargoed, but I'm not going to break anything. But this is a really, really good remake. Um, If you liked these games, you should absolutely be excited about this remake because it's a very good remake. I've also been playing Rogue Company which is the new third-person shooter that's come out from Hi-Rez Studios. Uh, it's cross-play on everything, but currently it's in some kind of weird closed beta thing where they are giving away keys and it will be eventually free-to-play. But right now, you have to buy a Founders Edition, much like a lot of these games do where you have to go out and buy a pack and then t- just to get into the beta section. So right now it's in beta, but I'll tell you what, I have been having a huge amount of fun with this game. It's It's got... Right now, it's got a few technical issues. So it's, it takes quite a while to get into a game. And they're saying that's because the servers are overloaded and they've given away too many keys, which, you know, that's a bit of a mm. <laughs> bit of a stupid thing to do. Um, and there are a few issues with connection. Um, but otherwise, this is... It's basically suck-on for Fortnite kids. And it's it's so enjoyable. It's like a uh, Wait, shoot. wait, 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 wait. suck on. Socom. Socom. Socom? Yeah. socom?
3: Do we mean em? No, do we mean Socom. Socom? Do we mean... What, what do you mean? <laughs> so, it's, socom? It's,
4: it's socom? Socom, right? Yeah. Socom, whatever. You knew Rock- what I meant. Rock'em Rock- Sokom <laughs> robots. We are terrible. Is it
3: a well, Socom pistol out of milk or well, solid? Well,
4: yeah. while we're on this, right? Do you know that Seager is actually a thing? Like, I was watching a TV show the other day, and they mentioned Seager... But it wasn't Sega, as in you know the thing that we already t- take the mic out of Paul for. It's actually like a, a fishing organization. <laughs> well, there you they go. They make great
2: games. All a... who's so far removed from the ocean where he lives in London.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't forget that Sega <laughs> makes uh, fishing. <laughs> learning. learning. Uh, yeah. It all links. It all links perfectly. They made the big bass super thing for the Dreamcast, didn't they? <laughs> This,
2: this, is is this is like the this is like the Turing test for Paul. He's trying to get him to say Sega. Maybe like, he's <laughs> not a robot. <laughs>
4: he's failing miserably. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the from shinobi. Yeah, that's was oh. Nobbi, shinobi
1: on the Sega. from <laughs> so and Sega, Sega, whatever.
4: Continue. Okay, uh, Road Company is good. If you, if you I, 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 don't know if I'd pay for it. Uh, I might wait for the free to play. But it is like a hero shooter. It's like so come and yeah. Fortnite and um like Overwatch oh, so calm I know yeah so calm. yeah you know that yeah, that, yeah, thing, yeah. That, that thing <laughs> that I would never mispronounce yeah <laughs> are you uh, are you are you playing this on PS4 I am interesting um it's it is a lot of fun um it might be because that it's got a lot of really great mechanics that it's obviously ripped from from other ones but it's also got like so each each round you start in a plane and you parachute in to each side of the map so your team parachutes into one side and another one parachutes into another so it's not like you get to choose where in the map you parachute to you have to parachute into one side but it means that halfway down you can you can basically say okay most of my team is going to cover part b of the map i'll go to part a and each 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 character that you can play as has got skills and i'm literally the master with this guy called talon who can throw out these beacons and it then then highlights any opponent player that walks through the area where that beacon is placed, so if you put that on like a um like a base that people are trying to take over and you just plant loads of c four there, you just wait until they walk into the base and then whoop, whoop, kill 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 <laughs> it's it's beautiful um it's, it's such a good game, and uh, cool. it's got a, it's got a really cool future ahead, I think um I know this it's had a bit of a rocky start. Um, but I think a lot of these games do. So I mean, if, if anyone wants to play it with me, please just let me know because it is cracking. As soon as it goes free to play, I can see it really exploding. That's um, like fun. Yeah, you should get on it. We Sounds should stream like
0: it. You should, uh, you should send over to my PS4.
4: Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe, maybe I will.
1: You
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also been playing Cubis- Cubicity, um, which is it's a it's an animal sliding uh, like sliding plate puzzle game. It's basically, do you know those those puzzles in every third person adventure game that you have to push a block and the block slides until it stops? Yeah. And yeah, you can yeah. It's basically that, um, with cute animals. And there's a review up on the website. And finally, I bit the bullet and I've been playing Mittelborg City of Mages, um, on the Switch. I bit
0: the bullet. I thought you were going to say something really. I bit the bullet and I bought Rocket Arena, but no.
4: No, middleborg I- have you heard about Rocket Arena? It's, like, dead already. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, yet. there's not nobody on, online at all. It's getting mm. good reviews. It was getting good reviews, and now suddenly um, never, everyone's... It never makes
3: it, you know, it, whatever they get as reviews, it really doesn't mean anything when it comes to these things surviving or not, does it?
4: No. Look at Lawbreakers. Yeah, God exactly. damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Still so. Still so. <laughs> Make it free to play. What are you doing? yeah they probably will do but i mean if that would really piss off a lot of people who just bought, bought 30 quid into it they? so um yeah true. but yeah i play i play middleborn i've not played a massive amount of it but it's kind of like rains mixed with uh, so basically you have to pick between different outcomes each day that will affect your your kingdom um and you know a, it's, it's a weird weird game um with like strategizing and moving mages around and stuff um i'll have a review up of that soon um but you know, I, this isn't the most glowing endorsement and it took a lot of effort to get through the first half an hour of that game, I'm telling you. That is a really shitty onboard, onboarding of the game. It's just yeah. so much reading. But anyway, that is what I've been playing this week. What have you been playing, Ross, in in, in Spain?
0: Well this will be nice and easy. I haven't played a damn thing all week. Hero. Yeah, I Absolute left my hero. I left my switch at home. I was like, I'm gonna be present with my family in the moment. And,
3: uh well <laughs> okay. Left your switch at home. What? Oh come
2: on, he's allowed some your, time
3: off. Your island. What happened to your island in that week? Oh man. I turned
0: on Animal Crossing today and my animals were pissed. <laughs> I just like to imagine they were all on fire. They were like, where have you been? Well, that's you... the Sims. I uh... missed one of their I missed one of their birthdays. They weren't happy. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it's really serious shit, man. Oh, God. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I I did play my nephew had his switch and he wanted to challenge me to a game on Smash Brothers. So we had a match on Smash Brothers Ultimate, and he absolutely caned me. Um, it was kind of embarrassing. But that's yeah, that's it for my gaming this week. I need to, I'm gonna crack on this week with Ghost because I've still only played one hour of that damn game. <laughs> and and yeah, just get back into the swing of uh of the old fort, the end game of this this particular season of Fortnite, and uh and then crack on with whatever comes next. Maybe I'll do a review. Who knows? We'll see. That might be a miracle. But yeah, no, nothing for me this week. Looking forward to jumping into more games this week. Right then, I would now be playing the uh, the Sean Davies intro music uh, for the quiz. But it's not Sean's quizzes this week. It's Mr. Greg Hicks is going to bless us with a quiz. And I am absolutely petrified. So
2: you, you make it sound like I've done some sort of like notoriously hard quiz for you guys.
0: Well, do you remember Paul's quiz? Yeah, but that was just Paul being
2: Specialist Paul, wasn't it? Here's, here's, here's 10 obscure musical notes that you'll have never heard because you're not as <laughs> old as I am. Uh, uh, no, look, like, this, uh, this, one, this one I think you've probably got a bit more chance with. We are doing a 16 bit era quiz p- specifically about the SNES and Mega Drive. So, no Neo Geo, unfortunately.
0: Oh, no. Just SNES and Mega Drive games. So, everybody oh, ready? neo geo is my area of expertise
2: (laughs) yeah but it's not mine so i don't want to make up questions that i have to search the answers for and go um i don't know (laughs) i don't want to do a sean and get called out i see all right so everybody ready with a pens and paper or whatever newfangled device they've got turn your search engines off so question one what color shell does yoshi need to eat to exclusively fly in super mario world Question one, what colour shell does Yoshi need to eat to exclusively fly in Super Mario World? Question two, complete the line, rise from your blank.
0: Well, that's vague.
2: (laughs) Question two, complete the line, rise from your blank. Question three. Killer Instinct, Rares Ported Arcade Fighter for the SNES, came with what bonus item in its box? And don't don't say instruction manual because that would be a bonus by today's standards.
3: Can you repeat the question, please?
2: I was going to. Just like I have with the other two. (laughs) (laughs) Killer Instinct, Rares Ported Arcade Fighter on the SNES, came with what bonus item in its box?
3: It doesn't matter how many times you repeat it, I'm going to get that
2: one. Why'd you ask me to repeat it then? I was already going to repeat it. Oh, you're doing, you're
3: doing a poll, so you can quickly like
2: get voice to type on Google already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'm not here. No, I'm, not, I'm not repeating it again, so you can do it. Cool. Question number four. How many Shinobi games were there on the Sega Mega Drive only? And I'll repeat it for normal people. How many Shinobi games were there on the Sega Mega Drive only? All good. Question five. What was the name of the light gun Sega made for the Mega Drive in response to the Nintendo Super Scope? Question five, what was the name of the light gun Sega made for the Mega Drive in response to the Super Scope?
1: Was that question five,
2: yeah? Yeah. Uh, question number six, what happens if you beat Super Metroid in less than three hours? One of the earliest examples of speedrunning. What happens if you beat Super Metroid in less than three hours? Okay, question seven. Name the four playable characters that were added to Street Fighter Champion Edition, and you get a point for each.
0: Such Greg bias.
2: Yeah, because Greg wrote the quiz. (laughs) Question number seven: Name the four playable characters that were added to Street Fighter Champion Edition, and you get a point for each one.
0: The OG Street Fighter.
2: Well, no, it's not the OG because a it's a sequel, and there was about three different versions on the
0: Right, so Street Fighter
2: Two. Yeah, it's a Street Fighter Two Champion Edition.
0: You said Street Fighter Champion Edition. <sighs> Ugh, I'm just checking. It was. It was only
2: one version of the first Street Fighter, anyway. So, you are right. I missed. A digit, but anyone else with common sense would know there was only one ever version of a uh, Street Fighter. Stop! Stop ruining my quiz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did I do that question again, or did I do it twice? I can't remember. I did it twice, didn't I? Moving on.
0: Uh, yeah, I did it twice. Yeah,
2: I did. Question number eight.
0: Story so slow. Can you do it one
2: more time? No. no. Go on. Do you actually want question seven again? No, no, no. You're fine. Okay. The story of Thor, in which you play as the young prince Ali. Is known as what in America? Question number eight. The story of Thor. In which you play as the young Prince Ali. Is known as what in America? Okay. Question number nine. How many games? did treasure develop for the Mega Drive now I don't need to know how like what the game's titles were just how many did treasure develop for the Mega Drive okay question 10 everyone happy
3: not happy man
2: no <laughs> i mean generally okay <laughs> question questions the final final question as you'll be relieved other than starwing and its sequel which i suppose was technically released name two other games that use the super fx chip now there was there was two super fx chips but i you know i've just any two games other than starwing and starwing 2 that use those so there's a point for each one Okay, so once more, other than Starwing and its sequel, name two other games that utilised the Super FX
0: chip. Ooh, that's a wing and a prayer question, but I think, <laughs> I, I, think I know a couple. Cool. And that is my quiz. Alright, nice one, Greg. Thank you very much. How did everyone find that? hey <laughs> I thought...
2: I thought we we're all old, you know. We should know SNES and Mega Drive games, so.
4: Yeah, I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but you got five um, ah, kids to feed.
4: <laughs> I, I have I've guessed at most of those. I'll be honest.
2: Oh, oh I don't, I'm gonna get known know. for doing a fiendishly hard quiz now.
4: No, no, it's like like some of them are really easy. Other others are like Jesus.
2: Yeah, I know. I do. Well, that's the that's the problem with doing a quiz, and I'm sure you know as well. You think I don't want to make it too easy because then we'll have like a three-way four-way bloody tiebreaker but i don't make it too cryptic because everyone's gonna go oh i didn't get that and obviously for the people listening as well which i hope have a broader spectrum of knowledge than we do so yeah we'll we'll find out how everyone did towards the end i I was i almost want to give you the answers now because i get that excited but i'm like no (laughs) gotta
0: wait (laughs) nice yeah Uh, that's everyone now although we need toby to do a quiz don't we and that'll round out everyone's attempt at a which, quiz. Which obscure JRPG <laughs> has characters?
2: <laughs> you fucking started it with this whole, like, I bet going to be a two-coding <laughs> quiz, so,
3: you know. You know we, it. That's, that's you how you mine say. will go as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Name six Anthro games released in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Uh, right, the big news this week was, of course, the Xbox Games Showcase, which you may have seen us cover incredibly when even uh, two of us were off on our Hollybobs. I keep saying Hollybobs because I, I hate that think. word. Oh, so I'm much. so sorry. I'm sorry, Greg. I know you do. Anyway, like, that's the sort of thing
2: I expect a Benidorm fan to come out with.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I have caught up and I have some thoughts about what was on display. But I want to talk to the guys who actually covered it live because I obviously didn't see it. Um, overall thoughts, uh, prisoner Sean Davies.
4: Wow. That was an event. No? <laughs> oh dear! <Yeah>.
3: Selling, <laughs> selling Settle Settle in, people.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean we're not. Gonna, there, there was a lot of trailers. So we're not going to go one by one, but any highlights, any things they should have done better.
4: What do you think? Okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just go through my main thoughts. I, there, I didn't come away from that with any massive memories. I I cannot give you the name of half the games that I saw off the top of my head. I do remember Halo Infinite because. That looked terrible. And throughout that entire presentation, I sat there thinking to myself, why are Microsoft trying to recreate games that already exist? You know, they, they've they gone out with, with Halo, and ever since this trailer came out, and everyone complained the fact that it looked crap, like the, the visuals were, were bad, you know. And this was always going to be the case because they are building games for both the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X, because Phil Spencer some randomly said we're not going to leave any games behind. You know, if you've got an Xbox One, we're still going to be selling games to you. And, you know, th- this game isn't going to be the impressive visual showcase that everyone wants it to be. Now, since then, they've come out and they've gone all defensive and said, you know, um, this was an old demo and the game will run at 4K in 60 frames per second. But, you know, you could probably get any game from, you know, two generations ago that looked like Halo Infinite did to run at that, that pace. Um, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, it, it looked bad.
2: Like it it really did. I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna counterpoint that, I'm totally with you.
4: And I just don't under and like I understand what they're doing. You know, that they're, they're trying to they're trying to make Halo into Far Cry. Uh they're giving you this big open world to explore and you'll be going out and doing missions in it and that makes sense, you know? With Fortnite visuals. Yeah, with <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite original visuals, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's it, it didn't work for me and that entire show. Um I get the feeling that they're not trying to sell me on an Xbox Series X anymore. They're just trying to sell me on a Game Pass. And I'm okay. Did with you call that. A game pass? Yeah, I've I've Pass? Hey, well like, like, yeah. Like I've I've been told enough times now, you know, <laughs> do something wrong eight times, fool on me. <laughs> Did I have time, fool on you. Um it's it's they're not trying to, you know, they, they know that subscriptions are the way forward. They want to be the Netflix of gaming and they know they can't compete with Sony in this regard, you know, that in traditional consoles, Sony have got that wrapped up and that was very evident through the display. I don't know if you've seen that infographic that I shared on our Slack or the listeners, basically uh, the concurrent viewer list uh, and for uh, across all platforms for the PS5 reveal was more than 6 million for the Xbox one series X game showcase it was about two and a half million. That's less than half of the people that were interested in a PlayStation 5 reveal. It's it's evident that Microsoft can't compete with what Sony have got right now in terms of the console. So they're not trying. They're trying something else and they're going to sell their games via xCloud, via subscriptions. They're not going to go traditional console routes and that's fine. That That is what I took away from that conference. Um, but other than that, I, I was I was thoroughly disappointed, if I'm honest. And I've got more to say, but I'm going to say that later when we go into a different topic.
0: Okay. Is there anything in there that? Is there anything that comes to mind? Because there was a lot of trailers.
4: Do you know what the pre-show was better for me? You know, there, there was that. Wow. Ex- yeah, I know. This is this is saying something. Yeah. Exo Mecca, um, that free-to-play game that looked good. Echo Generation, um, mm. which is, which looked absolutely great. Um, like Avowed, maybe. But again, that just looked like Skyrim, and and obviously Psychonauts 2. But I mean, Psychonauts 2 isn't exclusive to Xbox. It's coming to PS4 and PS5 too. So it's it's like you know, mm. it, it it was a, it was a difficult conference to get through. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's glad like it went attended. ended.
0: Okay, uh, Paul. Isles Game Showcase, did you catch it? What do you think? Any highlights for you? Oh, absolutely not. No, <laughs> oh, single wait wait, 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 wait. Did you watch it on your sofa?
1: Uh, actually, no. It hadn't arrived at that point, so I was on my <laughs> um, <laughs> own. So it probably didn't help. Already biased. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I already bought it. I missed the Halo uh, uh, thing, but uh, Sean sent a screenshot over, and I'm oh, God, I can believe it. It's like It looks like... I thought it was up um, a remaster of Halo 1 or something. I could, it's just an absolute mess. Um... And there's nothing else in that showcase that actually got me uh, interested in anything. I, I just, I mean, you know, there's another fours game. whoop-de-doo, do you know what I mean? So when you're going to do something new, and, and I think, I don't know what it is, I think Microsoft um, are buying up all these different companies, and they've got to try and match uh, what Sony did. They just can't catch up. And I, what they're doing, they just seem to be throwing out loads and loads of games, but, but no one knows anything about them, and it's... um none of them have that kind of unique USP to make you think, oh, wow. You know, like when we first saw um, Horizon, for example, seeing these great big, you know, metal dinosaurs, that's a USP. It got you interested, you know, and then you see Spider-Man swinging through New York. You know, these things that kind of like get people interested. But all Microsoft showed off was a bunch of, like, trailers for games. I and mean, I didn't even go into what sort of games they were. I-, I remember I was on the chat with the guys, and I said, what game is this? What sort of game is it? And you know, someone had to tell me. Or I think it Sean said it's a
4: third-person whatever game. And I'm I oh, like, the, let, let, me, let me just interject there. This this was Everwild, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Microsoft still don't know what Everwild is. <laughs> that's my point. That that is that is the official line. Is the, the trailer does. has been released. The gameplay is out there. Microsoft still have not decided what type of game that is. That's ridiculous. That's that's where we're at now. <laughs>
1: So this this is what so this is my point. I mean, I think you know not only have like I think my, Microsoft have got like not only have they got all their naming conventions in some kind of massive clusterfuck. They don't even know what they're talking about now. And then they've got all these games coming out on whatever console because they got confused themselves and they don't even know what sort of game they're going to make. It's just like what are you doing? So it's a, it's an absolute it's an absolute mess. I, I don't I just don't know what I'm looking at with Microsoft anymore. Am I looking at a Xbox One version? Am I looking at a Generation? What's the new one called? Series X? Um, you know, is it what is it? What are you doing? Just you know, seriously, just take a step back and just get all your ducks in a row and then start again or something. Because right now, I have got no idea what they're doing, what they're releasing. Um, you know, they, they've got like uh, they've got the game pass and they've got another uh, gold game pass or a better one or something. And then something's going to get thrown into that, which makes it something else. And it's like, oh, fucking hell, man, it's um, it's a mess. It's like they do what DC with them. Do. do you know what I mean? Like Marvel come along and they've got a nice 10-year plan all lined up and they get their films out and they're all good. And DC go, oh, fuck, that's a good idea. We better do that. So they crammed everything into three films and all of them were a pile of shit. So uh, Microsoft's going, wow, man, Sony got this nailed up, didn't they? Let's do the same thing. But they're just throwing everything at it and coming out with nothing. So, um, yeah, there's nothing there that's going to absolutely make me anything want to buy Xbox ever again. No, go away. I'm done. I'm done with it. <laughs> there you go. All right.
0: <laughs> so That's a uh, good, a good, a positive outlet there from Paul. As always, on the future of Xbox. <laughs> uh, uh, Greg, what did you think of the showcase? Anything, any highlights? Anything stood out to you?
2: I didn't get to watch the showcase because I was doing my my job. Because I was, why? Why would you put a game showcase on a 5 p.m. British summer, t- uh, British standard time? Like that time when everyone normally finishes work, let alone people like me that do shifts, why would you do that? That that was the first like negative that I saw from it. Um I've only been watching a couple of sort of trailers that I think might interest me. I haven't gone through the whole catalogue yet. I'm quite curious. I'm not gonna go into them like like Sean said, I'm not gonna go into them um massively in depth, but there's a couple that stood out like Crossfire X, which I remember being like I remember seeing adverts for, which is a big free-to-play shooter, isn't it? And now *Remedy* are getting involved, and it's like, how is that going to work? Because if it's going to be a good *Remedy* game, I don't want to play, I don't want to pay for an inherently free-to-play game. But how are they going to work that out? Because it's going to be like story tied to—you're going to you're gonna have to pay for the story. I mean, if that's my logic that I've seen from the the trailer behind it. If *Remedy* are behind it, unless they are just publishing it, I don't know. So that was a bit of a confusing one for me. Like, what are they doing with that? Um, there wasn't really much else i mean it'd be nice to see stalker on a console because i've always heard stalker's been a really good first person shooter isn't it it's like a very serious first person shooter so it'd be nice to see one of those in the sort of metro vein even though stalker came first but it'd be nice to actually see something come from that but nothing has made me want a new xbox like like you said it's almost like they've given up and we've just gone yeah all right fair enough like like Paul said, there's no wow factor that we have with the PlayStation side of things. So I've I forgotten most of it. I'm actually having to, go- I had to Google earlier on like what the showcase trailers were because I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that was on there. Like, I mean, I'm looking forward well, to
0: you playing. Can, uh, you, you can find them all on fingerguns.net
2: right now. That's, that's what I mean. I had to go on that. Um, <laughs> on that, our website. <laughs> on our, well, I don't want to pimp us out because everyone's listening to us anyway. Um, Yes, I had to go into our own article, sorry, to have a look at. And it's like, there are some things I'm looking forward to. Like, um, I've got Grounded pre-installed on my Xbox. So that should be quite good fun. Um, the Obsidian's new RPG should be good because Outer Worlds was good, but I haven't finished that yet. So I've, I, unlike unlike the PS5 where we went, oh that looks amazing, that looks amazing. I just there's a few things I've gone, yeah it's all right, but I'm still not going to buy one. I mean anything that's coming to Game Pass for the current console, yeah fine, I probably will play. But yeah, no, it's it's just. I can see what they're like, Microsoft are obviously they 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 know their place, hopefully. they they realize they're not gonna compete with the PlayStation and they're gonna try and do a different type of thing. And we talked about X Cloud the other week and you yeah, that might be a way forward, but it's almost like they've kinda of given up as well. But I don't wanna write them out completely because I'm not one of the console wars because I've got both. But yeah, it almost seems like they've they've resigned themselves to going, Yeah, we're just gonna put out sequels to stuff now and any new IPs probably end up getting imported over anyway but yeah i mean there's not uh, i don't know i don't want to shit on them for trying but yeah nothing that's made me go wow i definitely want to buy that day one or even a new console day one
3: okay
0: So yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> toby is there any light that we can shine on this showcase
3: yeah At I, all. <laughs> I, I think i can be a bit more positive um i I didn't realize it was going to be quite such an Xbox bashing. I know we've done a lot of Xbox bashing um in the last few weeks, but I felt I felt a little bit more positive this time. I um I can't say, you know, they were wowing me quite as much as the PlayStation 5 um showcase cuz they didn't, but it was still it was still strong on a few games and, you know, I'm still convinced to to get those games and I definitely want to play them and I I'll, I'll list a couple in a second, but I think I think I agree with them one of Sean's points which is that it's all about selling game pass now it's about they want you to buy a console but it's not really about buying the games anymore you don't need to buy any of these things every single one of the things that we're going to mention and is has a trailer on those things is going to be either first on game pass or at least or, or on game pass indefinitely so you don't need to pay for games anymore there's like a strange value proposition going on with that whole business model that you know it's a it's streaming service but it's not if I buy an Xbox anything that they manage to get a deal with I've got for free Do you see what I mean I, or not not free but you know it comes with my subscription that I'm already paying for so things that are coming to Xbox first and then would go other places I'm now going to be like well I might as well play it on my Xbox then because I've already got it for, for part of my subscription. Do you see what I mean? So I wonder if there's sort of there's a positive there that, you know, it's a bit like Carrion just, just the other day. You know, I was quite prepared to buy Carrion and then I realized it was coming out on Game Pass and was like, well, now I don't need to buy that, do I? So the same is going to happen with every single one of these. Halo Infinite, whatever, you know, all of them. I don't need to buy them. I just get them on Game Pass.
4: Look, can I ask you a quick question there then? Okay. If Ghost of Tsushima was on Game Pass, and if it was on like a a sony alternative but you never owned it would you still get get, get through game pass i think
3: if you'd asked me that back in the day when we were really into physical games and you know i liked collecting playstation one and playstation two games and getting the steel books and all that kind of stuff i would have said no i really want to own them but to be honest over the course of the last generation i've got quite used to having you know a chance to play these things on subscription most of them at least the um, First-party ones are going to be there indefinitely, anyway. But a lot of them are going to be there for long enough that I can play them. Crosscode's a good example that's just come out on there. I mean, th- there'll be enough time to play that all the way through without needing to worry about owning it. And I wonder if that's going to be the same with a lot of things. It, they mentioned Watch Dogs Legion was coming to um, coming to them, uh, you know, with on Game Pass. Well, if that's coming to Game Pass, why would I buy it on PlayStation Five? See what I mean?
0: Wait, 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 wait. What? I missed that.
3: Watch Dogs Legion was in the um, pre-show.
4: It's getting a Game Pass release at launch. No, it's not. No. What have I got wrong? The the pre-show games aren't in the Game Pass thing. So, Hello Neighbor 2, Echo Generation, Watch Dogs Legion, Exomecha, Dragon Age uh, S. is coming to Game Pass. Yeah,
3: Dragon Age was.
4: But mm, everything else, so like Balan Wonderland... um, and how neighbor two. I don't think they are coming to. Okay. Get
3: past. So there's so there's a couple mm. ones there that that weren't quite the same. Um, but um, Dragon Age was so that that one would still be something where I can try it out there. Um, but yeah, maybe Watchdog Legion is not a good example then. Um, if I could just skip over to that a different subject completely though is Everwild. I know someone's just mentioned Everwild. Um, I think Paul just mentioned Everwild, didn't you? Um, so I I think this game looks amazing. I don't know what it is about that trailer. There's something just just otherworldly, just just really interesting. I think it does have a USP to it and I definitely need to know what kind of game it is. I, I'm going to be very disappointed if it turns into some pay to win, you know, microtransaction first person shooter or something stupid. But I I can't see that being the case. You can see that it's cell shaded. You can see people creeping around in a sort of open world. You know, it it's it's very much sort of has it's it's got what it's going to be on it in in some in some respects, um, but it's just amazing. It, it's it appeals to sort of everything I like about some some particular types of games, and it's it's the sort of it's ones where they've got a proper um, ecosystem going. So they've designed animals in there that are, that go way beyond designing Pokemon. They are they're sort of in tune with their natural habitats you know they've got they've got bits of foliage attached to them they seem to have particular jobs there's there's prey levels and predator levels and 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 fauna and flora and all that kind of stuff every single different part of it seems to have been thought about and i kind of find those things really fascinating um it's one of the reasons why horizon is quite good it's got it's robotic but they've all got places to play in the ecosystem that they've been that has been designed around them so there's herbivores that you know that you're farming there's carnivores there's flying ones there's you know all these different things and you can say yeah well there's ones of those in Pokemon but the Pokemon ones don't interact with their world in the way that that these things look like they do and I think it's kind of cool um I also love cell shading and we've got so much cell shading coming up on the horizon after after everyone seems to have got the go-ahead on the cell shading since Breath of the Wild um so there's just you know like at least six or seven games on my wanted list for the next eight months or so that are cell shaded. Um and um everything about it just that trailer gives me goosebumps and I've watched it about four times it still gives me goosebumps. I think it's amazing. So if there's one USP in there in a in a series of yeah, I'll play it if it comes to Game Pass sort of games, which I agree, you know, that is the majority of them. Um it's it's Everworld. I think it looks amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean I've I've caught up today. I jumped onto our article about the uh, the conference, and I was actually pretty impressed. I think there's a wide variety of stuff. There's obviously all the the fan service stuff, the Halo and Forza, and Fable. You know, Fable was one of those things that you know it became a fable in itself, whether or not it was going to come back. And am I right in thinking that was the only one that is exclusive to Series X?
4: No, a couple of them are. Um, okay. Forza. Um, Hable, H- uh, fable mm. and the the woman in Horrorland was
0: it
3: the medium the medium yeah oh uh, yeah that trailer was cool as well yeah that dual reality thing was cool mm-hmm, we saw yeah. more of it this time and it was actually looked it actually looked interesting whereas the first time around i was just like
0: Meh. yeah the first trailer wasn't good but that one yeah was a lot more interesting I found myself kind of like skipping a couple of them like i don't I'm not too fussed about psychonauts, I'm not too fussed about grounded, but as a kind of like an an o g xbox fan seeing Halo back is a very exciting thing. I wasn't all that fussed about the the visual quality in the trailer to be honest. What I saw was a game that appeared to be going back to its roots. it felt and looked like like the halo ring was in the background you know i feel like we've missed that for years you know chief has got chief has got his assault rifle with his pistol when he's thinking down grunts you know it's like wow that is halo that's what it should be and i'm sure visually it's gonna look a lot better upon release you know it is a shame that 343 have had to pop out and go you know that isn't actually you know what it looks like today whether or not they should have actually shown footage that was a bit more recent is i guess up for debate um, it's great to see Tetris Effect coming to more systems because it's just superb, and I'm really happy about that. I'm happy that Xbox players will finally get a chance to to give it a go. Uh, I don't know a lot about Fable, really, but, you know, the fans are getting it, so that's good. Um, we're getting Outer Worlds DLC. Come on. on Gorgon, give give me that. Hopefully that's, uh, there isn't some sort of time that's exclusive with that on Xbox because I really want to get into that. I miss the Outer Worlds.
4: Uh- there isn't, there isn't any because it was, it's being published by private division. So.
0: Oh yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, can we talk about um, as dusk falls? Sure. Because that trailer was fucking weird. I don't know if anyone else was It was like this. It was like, do you remember that film, A Scanner Darkly?
3: Yeah. It did look like
0: yeah. that. Where it was, it was live action, but it was like filtered with some kind of weird
3: rotoscope.
0: Yes, that's the one. Thank you, Greg.
3: Greg with the words yeah. today. I do, I do words look... good with the French as well earlier. Yeah, I was like, what?
2: <laughs> don't interrupt Ross's point just because I looked up the name of an art term.
0: <laughs> it's it's like you. You know, these characters—they're live-action characters, but they don't move, and it's animated in a way that they're putting live-action within animation, but they're not moving when they—it's t- just really strange, and I can't, my my, my brain cannot fathom it. Um I don't know if anyone else had that experience
3: too, but I didn't like right. it. No. It looks really weird, man. I, I found it quite ugly. Um It reminds in a,
4: in me a, of um of It reminds me of them. Is it three DO games? You know, the old the old games that claim to be full motion video were actually just like a PowerPoint presentation. Like um plumbers don't wear tires and stuff like that.
1: Did
4: you just say three <laughs> DO? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, just give you flashbacks, sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PTSD, <laughs> for more like. <laughs> they say PTSD,
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, just 3 do doesn't get mentioned enough on this podcast.
1: It doesn't. Nor does a Philips Cdi. But anyway. <laughs> like, Ori
0: in the World of the Wisps coming to Series X. I mean, that's what inevitable, I suppose. Uh, tell me why I think it's looking, it's still looking really good. Um, I know that's a Sean Davies joint through and through. Yep. Uh, so he'll be on all that. Uh, State of Decay Three was a surprise. Um, presumably there is an audience. Yeah, considering the second one was rubbish. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. That was one of the first uh, original Xbox games to come to Game Pass, and I think, obviously, it must have garnered some sort of fan base uh, whilst it was there. I think I had a
2: friend who played it through with a couple of friends, but I think he sort of pushed through out of attrition just to get it done. But yeah, I remember playing a couple hours with him, and I went, this is just rubbish. It just looks like a, like a a like a test. It just... What do I do, and why does it look so crap for an Xbox One game?
0: Yeah, it really looked uh, poor, but you know, it wasn't terrible. I think the highlight for me was Echo Generation.
3: Yeah, that, that looks awesome.
0: Really cool. And um, I'm hoping um, I think I'm going to jump into Game Pass Ultimate in September and uh, take advantage of the X Cloud, and so I can jump into at least some of these games. Really looking forward to playing Halo Infinite on my phone.
3: Can't wait. <clears throat> The future of gaming. Very exciting. Alex so, is- sorry, so with with Halo, just a question. So yeah. I've been reading around it. They're saying that it's the last Halo game they're going to make for a decade, and it sounds like they're doing a sort of, you know, Bungie have gone and taken and off they're doing Destiny, and now Halo is doing a Destiny, and they've got a 10-year game cycle where they're going to be doing, you know, separate seasons or, or whatever you want to call them, expansions um into Halo Infinite where you go around you know it's an open world halo but you go to different parts of that halo in different games you can access sure. more of it all that kind of stuff it sounds like an incredibly ambitious plan for it, uh, Halo Infinite to be honest anyone got any other thoughts on it cuz i was just reading that earlier like an hour ago
0: mm-hmm. i mean i'm a i'm probably the biggest halo fan on the podcast and i'm quite happy with that i think it's the right thing for them to do i don't know if they're going to have the same success as destiny did or whether or not they can even put it off. 343's Halo games, you know, sporadically have been a bit, you know, not well received, uh, not as well as the Bungie games at least. But um, I'm interested to see Halo go into a Destiny-esque kind of, uh, kind of direction. I think uh, Sean was right in that in the sense that it's it does look like Far Cry. If there's this big Halo ring world where I can just knock off areas one, one by one, then I'm down for that. Yeah. And the more it adds to it, um, the more the more exciting it's probably is going to be to play, and obviously, you know, if they are pushing Game Pass in the way that they are with Halo Infinite, then all these expansions are going to pay for themselves, really, I suppose, in the end. Um, Let's just dress. Uh, you were discussing Dragon
3: Age. It's Dragon Quest, wasn't it that you meant? Uh, I'm not sure if I said Dragon Age or not, but yes. I think I said Dragon Age by accident. Sorry about that. Dragon yeah, no, no, Quest Eleven, indeed. Yeah, I just wanted to be just wanted to <laughs> clarify. I've never actually. Well, I I had had a terrible experience with one of the Dragon Ages. I think about, I think it was number eight when I was in uh, in college, and I thought, I thought it was one of the worst Dragon games Quest. I played. Dragon Age. Dragon Did I say it again? Yes. <laughs> After being corrected, you literally <laughs> yeah, just said it. There's only, there's only been three Dragon Ages. <laughs> All right. So Dragon Quest eight was just so bad um, that I gave up on the entire uh, the entire series, um, and I welcome the chance to try it again for f- a bit, essentially for free. Yeah. Um, with Game Pass. Nice. I think there is there's
0: there was a very subtle reference to Dragon Age in the EA <laughs> Play event. Uh, so yeah, we might be seeing more of that as well down the line. Uh, nothing confirmed, but we shall see. Um, anyone got any thoughts on uh, on Toby's point on the open world Halo?
4: Yeah, I I have a question because obviously Microsoft aren't they they want people to give them money, but they aren't really that bothered about you buying a console. So they're obviously pushing Game Pass on XCloud. If if I subscribe on XCloud and then I stop subscribing, what happens to my save games on XCloud? Cause I'm thinking, you know, Halo Infinite, I, I I don't want to buy a Series X if I don't need to. And if I can play these games on XCloud via Games Pass, I will do. I'll pay the whatever it is per month, Was it like fourteen quid? I'll play it for a month and then bin it off. But do my save games get wiped out? No. No. So, so they will stay in the cloud forever?
0: Well, I uh, I booted up when I first got XCloud, they had the Master Chief Collection on there. Mm-hmm. And I, I booted it up and my save file from Halo 3 was still there.
4: Right. Uh, now, how I old's I, your save file?
0: Well, I mean, I was playing the Master Chief Collection on Xbox One I say well when I had it, was well, two years ago?
4: Right, okay.
0: So yeah, I think it just it, it follows your account
3: rather than Okay. You know, the way around. So yeah, you it's should. Not, be right. not like Netflix, where you will lose every single thing that you've ever watched, but more like the Amazon one, I think, where it does keep what you've done because it knows your account. You're still part of Amazon. You're just not paying for Prime.
4: Okay. I just, it's just like, I think a lot of people in the future are going to see this. You know, if X Cloud works, and they've got to make it like amazing and very simple to get to, people will see this as an alternative to buying an Xbox. Because I get the feeling that the, X, the series X is going to be really expensive, and I still want to play Halo Infinite just to try it out. But I would be more willing to pay 14 pound and not buy the extra console than than to do it otherwise. So I, I understand that you know they that that needs to exist, but they just I just need to make sure that like if if it is good that and I complete it, then I I don't want to play it on Games Pass again. If I just let that expire. Um, so that I can come back when the next expansion comes out. Do you know what I mean? So like pick and choose your months with X cloud. Yeah.
0: Cloud saves are there as long as you're subscribed. Cool. So if you if you subscribe back in, they'll still
4: be there, and you you can go back to them. Lovely. Job done. That's my next gen situation sorted then. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Don't buy an Xbox player on your phone. That's how exp- That's how to experience open world Halo.
4: <laughs> I, I just I, the thing is like I. I've I've got an Xbox One. I can Xbox I can X Cloud to my Xbox One eventually from a, a Series X. So I can play it on my on my T V or I can put it on my laptop or you know, I could HDMI out to my my T V from my phone. You know, there's there's loads of possibilities with X Cloud. I just don't wanna buy more hardware because I actually do want a PS five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't need more boxes under my T V.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, do you think S Cloud is going to branch out? Do you think we're going to see it on, like, Fire Sticks and these random things you can plug into your TV? Because they're they sort of been making it clear now that it won't appear on, you know, Switch or PS5. But yeah. it could extend to TVs or even, like, things like
4: Fire Sticks. Do
0: you think we're going to see it kind of branch out to non-Microsoft things in the future?
4: We'll, we'll have to see because I imagine that um, Stadia will have something to say about it. I can't imagine Google being very <sighs> happy about Microsoft basically saying, can we put these things on your devices? Like, it'll, it'll never happen through a web page, for example. Like, you can't do it through no. Chrome. But, no, um, I mean,
0: well, we won't see it on Chromecast or whatever. But No.
4: A maybe. Fire Stick,
0: a Roku, those little things you can just plug in and have a smart TV. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, right, anyone got any final thoughts on the esports Showcase?
1: Yeah, I still don't want one. <laughs> yep, same yeah. My well, final thoughts are I don't have another Xbox showcase. Wow.
3: They're getting better each time. So maybe another one will be there. You know, it'll be <laughs> yep. the sweet spot.
0: <laughs> oh, this is what we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean fair plays to them for just throwing up th- throwing up a showcase of games. They're not being dicks about it or you know, it was just games from start to finish, wasn't it more or less?
3: Yeah. They're just yeah. not as good a games as what was on playstation 5 i think there's still there's still lots of interesting games there that i will play but it's just not as exciting like the gunk the gunk i will play the gunk it does it it looks weird Looks like a story (laughs) game it does i think that looks so fun um i like the i like the gameplay um loop of cleaning things up so um i think i'll i'll enjoy cleaning up goop and gunk all over the place (laughs)
0: sorry i went to a very strange place in my home i'm not not gonna share it with you i
1: don't think you should
0: you can take it out of
1: context if you want
0: (laughs) (laughs) we will carry on with a bit of xbox talk because it was announced that there was going to be 15 independent timed xbox exclusives at launch for series x now presumably i don't know a lot about this i haven't didn't uh, get a chance to read up about it too much can anyone uh, clarify or go into a bit more detail in regards to this
2: Oh, I'm pretty sure um, Sean can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sean can.
2: <laughs> who can who can help us out with the exclusives? Sean can. Sean can.
4: Okay, well a, a a number of the titles that they announced during the um game showcase, as well as some others that they put in the ID at Xbox Sizzle reel. So if you if you go to the website and have a look at the ID at Xbox console launch exclusive Sizzle reel. That is the games that basically they are launching exclusively on Xbox via Games Pass and they are timed exclusives. They will come to other places but not until later on. So I can't remember the list of them of my head.
3: Oh, I've got a list in front of me if you like.
4: Happy days, thank you.
3: So we've got uh, 12 Minutes by from Annapurna. Uh, dead Static Drive from Team Fan Club xo one uh, do you want all the, pla- do you want all the uh, publishers as well? Or... No? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Okay, I'll start again. 12 Minutes um, from Annapurna, uh, Dead Static Drive from Team Fan Club, xo one which we covered on um, our indie list, Sean, um, from Future Friends Games, Lake, which was also on that list, from Whitethorn, uh, Last Stop, which is another Annapurna one, Mad Streets from Craft Shop Arts, uh, Sable which is that self shaded one from Shed Words, uh, Shredders uh, from Foam Punch, Song of Iron from Escape, The Artful Escape from Beethoven and Dinosaur and Annapurna, again, so Annapurna have clearly done a deal. Um, And The Ascent, which was on the previous showcase, uh, if you remember from uh, Curve Digital, The Big Con from Mighty Yell Studios, The Vulcaneer from Wired Productions and Thomas Sala, and Two More Tunic, from Finji and Unexplored 2 from Big Sugar. Um, a number of which we've covered in the Indie uh, Corner and on the site in Indie Lists recently. Wow. So, there's a bunch there, and there's a bunch of good ones as well. So yeah. I mean, I know Sean is interested in 12 Minutes, um, X01. I like the look of Lake. Sable looks great. The Ascent looks pretty good. The Vulcanier looks fantastic. So, yeah, loads of good ones.
0: Very cool. The Arthur Escape, man.
3: The Arthur that's, Escape, that's cool.
0: It's been yeah. around for been around forever. I remember that's when the one where saw... you're
3: a, is that the one where you're like a guitar wielding meta? Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing that what was it, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen at E3? <laughs> it was a long time ago. So yeah, I'm glad that's coming that's still coming out. Awesome. There was one other game. It was sure you'll know this. Its creator kinda of had a bit of a meltdown on Twitter, but the game looked amazing. It was a futuristic two D Pixel not Fez yeah. two. No. no, it wasn't Fez two. It was. It There was, was a really boring name for it, but it
4: was. It looked. It looked so cool. So it was been t- by Tim. Tim Tim something sort or of other. Um. Yeah, he he had a bit of a meltdown because he got linked to Gamergate, and he was one of the uh, the developers that was kind of instigating part of it. What was it called? It was like the night between was us or something like that. The- was it the, oh, the last night, night? That? the last night that's it the last night. a really
3: cool cyberpunk looking one yes yeah right i
4: remember so yeah what happened to that game <laughs> was that yeah. the funding was pulled by Raw Fury because of his um unsavory beliefs and it was very outspoken and it turned out that he'd been harassing quite a few people on the tenterwebs so yeah. so they pulled the Funding, and they were looking for other funding. I think he's still working on it, uh, but mostly he's just a bit of a shit on the internet these days. So, okay. It did well, look
3: so so cool, but yeah, if they have pulled the funding, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take that off the bottom of my list.
0: <laughs> well, if he's uh, if he is that asshole, then I don't want to play it anyway. Yeah. Screw you, perfect looking game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's a bit of a win for Xbox, right? Is that that kind of list of exclusives?
3: That is going back to what is it they used to do on three sixty where it was like um summer, summer of arcade. Summer of Arcade, that was it. Um it's like that. It's like Xbox has got their finger out and done an indie deal that actually looks impressive. Um and looks like Summer of Arcade finally is back.
4: Nice, nice, looks really um, good. And I just want to point out that I have lost all faith in every single word that Phil Spencer says now. <laughs> I say this because it literally last week. So last week I went off on him. This last week he has said he does not believe in console exclusives. The day before they announced fifteen console launch exclusives and <laughs> a, a a conference full of world exclusive world you know, premiere. It's it's just. Literally, he needs to shut the fuck up and stop trying That's to he, be everybody's he's mate. The D molyneux,
0: isn't he? <laughs> what does this um What does this mean in regards to you, uh, Shuhei Yoshida? What's he got to do to to win these indies back? Because PlayStation, as Sean's mentioned a few times over, has kind of like kind of slowed down their
3: their indie signing up recently. Mm-hmm. I think Xbox dropped their you know dropped it at one point. PlayStation took it up for a bit, and then they've also dropped it. And it's it's definitely Steam right now. There's so much good stuff with early access, and and you know there's there's a number of ways for Indies to get much better purchase on Steam.
4: So I, I think I probably mentioned this before, but I have spoken to a few developers around where people want to be to sell their games these days, and most people say you kind of have to sell on Steam, um, but you can never predict Steam. So you have to go for another console. And so you basically have to launch on PC and at least one console. And depending on what indie game you're selling, you want to be in one of two places. You want to be on the Switch because the Switch is very easy to get onto. There's very small requirements to get onto the Switch. And games sell on there because people want to buy games on the Switch. Or you aim for the Xbox because of... The deals that xbox are giving out so if you can make a decent enough game they might offer you game pass money and the game pass deals are actually apparently pretty good the ps4 you know games are coming out on the ps4 indie games they, they are not selling because the, the ps4 is at, at saturation point. people have already bought so many games on playstation that they already have a backlog and joe blogs isn't buying as many games on ps4 as he would previously so games just aren't coming to the PS4 now, unless they are the ones that are super cheap or the ones that they can market right and get sold. So yeah, you're right. Indies, Sony have got a long way to go with with bringing those indie communities back because you're not going to break this. Microsoft have got a really good program with ID Xbox now. Um, the lead there, he is brilliant, and he all of the staff that Sony let go from the strategic partnering team and the, the content team, they they've they've not replaced them. They've got Shiwe doing walk-arounds at conferences and stuff. They've not got a team to do that dedicated indie stuff anymore. And it's a massive disaster for them because in in one trailer, you know, they Microsoft announced 15 timed exclusives. As much as that pisses me off because Microsoft don't seem to have their fucking head on straight, it's it's good for Microsoft because all of these indie devs are going to get money. They're all getting marketed And they aren't going on Sony's console. And they're not going on the Switch. So it's like Sony really need to do something about this. Because if the PS5 launches and the the indie games aren't there to fill the gaps, and I get the feeling that Microsoft are trying to money hat the shit out of indies just to do that. Because, you know, the PS4 managed to take off much better than the Xbox One did because the indies filled the gaps, you know. You look at what the, the initial launch lineups were, and numbers-wise, PS4 was was miles ahead. But it wasn't like AAA mega games. It was like super dig-through-the-ground-aunts and contrast and, you know, these little tiny indie games. So if if Microsoft could do that, they could, they could potentially really hurt the PS5 in the first year because they just won't have the numbers. And... Um... Hmm. No, yeah, no, yeah,
0: <laughs> you're absolutely right. It is a worry. And I hope that, uh, you know, we, when we said, well, when Yoshida got that game, we were like, oh, well, here we go. Let's do this PlayStation are back on the indie uh, wagon. And there there's very been kind of very little evidence of that so far, but there's still time to go. I'm sure we'll see more. There's a rumored state of play coming next month. Don't know if that's going to happen, but there is word of that possibly happening. So we might see more of it there.
4: Is is PS5
3: indie sizzle reel.
4: Yeah. <laughs> It is happening because that's where the, the new Call of Duty is getting unveiled. I don't
3: know what it is yet. Um, oh, what, the, the... New,
2: the new Call of Duty Cold, Black Ops Cold War that we don't know about yet? <laughs> shush, yeah. Greg, shush! Oh, <laughs> man, world premiere. <laughs>
3: world premiere. It, it was revealed in a certain way, wasn't it, the leak? Something like oh. on the back of a...
4: Yeah, it's, you know, you know how... um. These Call of Duty Destiny, etc., they always have like promotions to up your XP for an hour with a code inside the bag or whatever. Well, there's a new promotion on the bag of Doritos that's 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 advertising double mm. XP for an hour if you buy a bag of Doritos in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War.
0: Yeah, it was I mean, it was leaked by Eurogamer months and months ago, and it's weird that it still hasn't been announced officially. I feel yeah. like it doesn't it's not normally this late, is it? This late no. in the year.
4: But that's that's Sony's choice, isn't it? Because they've got the marketing rights with them. Yeah, true. That this is their this is the okay, we've announced the PS5, we'll let Xbox go next, and then we'll do another one in August.
0: Yeah. The Xbox Summer Game Fest, which is currently on, uh you can jump on there, you can demo a bunch of indie to so I think it's like fifty odd indie games that you can just play now, which is amazing. Um it's a, a similar to the one that's on Steam, but you can do it via your Xbox and there's some great stuff on there, and we've been highlighting some really awesome looking indie games on our website. So don't hesitate, if you have an Xbox, to go and check out some of these indie demos, because no doubt some of them are pretty darn awesome. Um, sure we'll tell you all about them one day. I
3: can when we have... Another no, 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 time,
0: yeah. When <laughs> we have more time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, let's go into the quiz answers. <laughs> Woo! Bum, Greg's very excited.
2: Um yeah I I feel like I have some sort of power of dominion over you guys tonight hmm. which is a rare thing and oh, I didn't have time. to cheat I, I didn't have to cheat this time I mean um <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. right then the 16 bit quiz answers question number one what colour shell does Yoshi you know, for fuck's sake come on getting tired oh great it's not
0: as easy at legs is it Greg yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's my own
2: handwriting as well. <laughs> all right shut up question number one what color shell does yoshi need to eat to exclusively fly in super mario world toby uh, is it blue shell it is a blue shell
1: hey.
2: and the reason i put exclusive i didn't want anyone going oh the multicolored one because that does all three doesn't it so yeah question number two complete the line rise from your
1: what pool <laughs> Is is there a pun about age there at all? Is it grave? It is grave. (laughs) You don't get a bonus
2: point, but what game is it from? Oh, Beast. Whee. Okay. Question number three Killer Instinct, Rare's ported arcade fighter on the snares, came with what extra item in the box? Roscoe.
0: Uh, It came with a limited edition CD of mixes of the soundtrack, right? Yes. Yeah.
4: What was it
2: called?
0: no idea
2: oh what was yeah. everyone okaying
4: I, I, i've written down soundtrack do i get a point for that
2: um yeah i'll go with soundtrack because it's it's a bit like it's background music and stuff like that you can't really have a soundtrack to a fighter so yeah yeah i'll go i've
4: I got, I got a bit of a cheeky uh confession there because i i actually had the cd and i <laughs> i was on the buzz one day and i on the buzz <laughs> <And> <laughs> my mate my, my, my mate was uh listening to the headphone with me and he was like what's this track it's really great and i was like uh yeah it's my tune that is buddy yeah i, I remixed the uh, killer instinct <laughs> music <laughs> oh dear. Uh, i know
2: sorry okay oh uh yeah did we get an answer for what it was called anyone I no i can't remember it's called the killer cuts cd
4: oh uh, of course it was yeah
2: Okay, question number four. How many Shinobi games were there on the Mega Drive only? Sean? I've taken a punt at three. There was three. Was it? There was, yeah. yeah.
4: (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah,
2: question number five. What was the name of the light gun that Sega made for the Mega Drive in response to the Super Scope? Roscoe? The Menacer. It was. Oh, well done. Why am I ticking it? It's my own fucking handwriting.
4: Okay,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> question. you get 10
3: out of 10, 10 Greg. <laughs> I'm doing really well on this quiz. Yeah. Well done,
2: Greg. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Toby's already got it wrong because it's actually out of 14. Um, <laughs> <don't>, number, <laughs> s- <laughs> number six for Toby on this one. What happens oh, if you beat
3: Super Metroid in less than three hours? Um, I've just written that it reveals it's Shamasaran, but I've no idea. Shamasaran? Shamus, 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 <laughs> no. Aaron. We can't talk today, can we? No. Samus, Samus, Whatever. Aaron. Samus, Aaron in a what? Ah, uh, is it in her blue suit?
2: No, that came in. in a, a swimsuit? Around... Well, I can't give. you, I mean, it's technically a bikini,
3: but I can't give you that because <sighs> my literally what I've written down here is Samus, Aaron gets naked. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> no, the correct answer there. is Samus
2: in a. Bikini. <laughs> Or a swimsuit, but yeah, I, that wasn't I'm your first given answer.
3: I'm gonna say I got it Wait,
0: if you beat the game in less than three hours, you see Samus in a bikini.
2: Yeah, that was the whole big thing. It was like it was a pink that bikini, bad. but she still got her boots on. That's
1: fucking awful. It I, thought it just, uh, I thought it was just um, she didn't have her armor on. It was just like yeah, her... yeah, that's, that's for, it. No, the blue suit
2: came in around the uh, Smash Brothers era, I think, or the Metroid other M era on the GameCube mm-hmm. or the Wii or whatever. Um,
1: What's down to armor armorless? Does that work? No, because that implies... you No, know, She could be wearing anything underneath it, but she ain't wearing her armour. No, because she's you know specifically I mean? wearing a pink bikini. Yeah, but she's specifically not wearing armour. Do you know what I mean?
2: No, <laughs> I'll take bikini or sli- swimwear.
1: Oh, screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, because is... if it's less than five hours, she takes her helmet off. And if it's less than three hours, she takes her armour off, but leaves uh... her boots on. Okay. Wow. So no one got that one, then? Nope. That no, I put
4: I, I no helmet, which is...
2: That's for five that hours. Was...
4: Yeah. Oh. I've never done under, th- under 3, obviously. I've never done it. I've honestly
2: never done it. It's fucking, it's difficult.
0: You'll um, definitely see a helmet if you complete Metroid in the three hours and see Sam and in, in a bikini. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay.
2: Question number seven. Ugh. Oh, she's ruined it now. Thanks for us. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to eat after this, but I don't want to. Uh, Question number seven. Namely, four playable characters added to Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. Paul. Was it
1: T-Hawk, DJ, Cammy, and Feilung?
2: No, it was not. Or was it the four bosses? It was the four, four bosses. bosses, yeah. Was
4: it the four bo- bosses? It
1: Three was dogs. the
2: four kings,
1: yeah.
4: bar Vega, Sigart, and bison
1: It was. You get a yes. Point. yes! Oh, yes! A point for the point was Eight points for having all those characters. You, what? Say that again. I have eight points for having those four characters plus no, four bosses You didn't tell me the four bosses,
2: though. You just told me Cammy, Feilung, um T-Hawk, though. You didn't Always mention the first it. first answer? It's so always the first answer. Oh bullshit. Which you did. If you'd have given me all eight i would have given you what do the you four mean? for the right ones. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> you gave me four wrong ones at the start.
3: <laughs>
1: oh well, lucky well, Did you bit. write down
2: all eight Did you?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: even though the question was name the four. Yeah. Oh, the was, name the four. What was it? <laughs> hey, <laughs> then how could you name
3: the four? I don't understand.
2: Name the four playable characters added to Street Fighter 2. Champion Edition. Yeah. If yeah.
3: there's eight answers, where is it? No, there?
2: no, 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 no. Paul's on about the next version, which is the oh, World Warriors Edition, which comes okay, with fine. Cammy, Long, T-Hawk
4: and anyway.
2: the other one. Um, yeah, anyway. No, it's the Four Great. Kings. So, yeah. Who got all four of those? I did. Not me. I did. Well done. Nice.
0: Well okay. done to you too, Sean.
2: I've just suddenly like realised I've got to question eight now and I haven't sorted out a tiebreaker. I really hope we don't draw on this. Um, right. <laughs> Question number eight. God, this really is difficult. Sean can do all of them next time. Question number eight. The story of Thor, in which you play as a young Prince Ali washed up on the beach, is known as
3: what in America? Toby? don't know. I'm going with Prince Ali, so Aladdin. No. Roscoe? I don't know. Wow. Sean? Destruction Derby? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Paulie you Kenobi, your only hope. Was it?
1: Um,
4: Beyond was
2: Oasis. It? it was Beyond Oasis. Well done. Do you
4: know, it's, a very I, good,
2: it's
4: a very good game. As soon as Paul said that, I remembered it. It's fucking annoying. It was on the Mega Drive collection as well. It was
2: on the Mega Drive collection. It's yeah. a really good oh, game. Shit. Yeah, you, you collect you collect the four different elemental sort of guardian things.
4: you mm.
2: You got the gold gauntlet, and the evil wizard's got the silver pairing one.
4: Yeah. Asses.
2: It, it was meant <laughs> to be like the Mega Drive version of Zelda kind of thing. Really good
4: game. With the go off? Yeah.
2: Uh, okay, question number nine. Now this is, I don't want to know the game names, I want to know how many total. How many games did Treasure develop for the Mega Drive? Sean?
4: I have no clue. I've taken a guess at five.
2: Ooh. Can anyone do higher? I
4: don't six,
2: seven, Eight. Oh, uh, Ross <laughs> gets it with six.
0: No! Oh, the titles
2: were Gunstar Heroes, Dynamite Heady, Alien Soldier... McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure, Light Crusader, and I'm going to murder this one, Yu Yu Hakusho Makyo Toyetsu-san. You pronounced that wrong. <laughs> I don't care.
0: <laughs> In English, that's Beyond Oasis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
2: yeah, you get a point for that one. So that was just a, the number that I wanted. And question number 10, rounding up this um, <sighs> herding of cats, other than Star Wing and its sequel, name two games that utilised the Super FX
4: chip. Sean. Doom. Yep. And Vortex.
2: Yes. Any advances on those two? Yes. Yoshi's Island. Island. Yes, it did. Yep.
0: Super Bomberman. It did not. Yes, it did. And
1: did it? Oh. Yeah. Stunt
2: Race FX. Stunt Race FX did. Super Bomberman. Does Star Fox count as separate? No, because that's just the American name for Starwing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was, it was Dirt I was one, wasn't it? it was Dirt was on? I yep. was it. Dirt oh. Tracks FX? Yep. Foreman Snares. was it? Super Wasn't there a 3D fighter using the
2: FX chip? Sorry, I'm just trying to like query Ross's answer. I don't recall. It's not on the list of things I've got. But, yeah, the list cool. I've got. For the, the games other than Star Wing or Dirt Racer, Dirt Track FX, Doom Vortex, Stunt Race FX, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island.
0: If it's not on your list, then it's not a it's not a win. That's okay.
2: Yeah, I, I can't see it, so I'm gonna go with no. That's okay. Unless unless anyone does want to contest it, our audience, and then they'll tell me I'm wrong. But
0: welcome to Do It A Quiz.
2: <laughs> right, okay. Top your scores and what did everyone get, Paul? Um, I've got eight. Okay. Sean? Sure.
4: Ten.
0: Wow. Toby?
4: Five. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <cross
0: from. laughs> uh, uh, Ross? I'm really sorry, Greg. I've got
1: ten. <laughs> I wish I'd given <laughs> you the other one now. We've hit me before the four street Fighter characters. That means I won. So, you know, you may wrong. But it kind of doesn't matter. Well, uh, what
3: well, I suppose it would have died. It doesn't matter.
2: I suppose, yeah, you were you would have done, but it doesn't matter. Oh, crap, tiebreaker. Um, um, we're
0: doing uh, that. I mean, last week Sean just didn't bother, did he?
2: Yeah. I'm going to do you? that as well. <laughs> 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 You're both winners. Well done. <laughs>
4: okay. Hey. This, is, this is me and Ross doing the um, Top Gun dance in front of the volleyball on the beach. Yeah! Hey. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Just bump. <laughs> Douche. Just bump. Side, not side, note,
2: side note, that's a really, really uncomfortable song to put on when you're uh, doing jujitsu. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah.
4: One can imagine.
2: Yeah, we put the Top Gun soundtrack on once and it was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well, uh, great. So, yeah, that was um, that was a lot harder than it looks. I didn't think of a tiebreaker and I didn't think that last question was going to be difficult. But, yeah, cool. Next week, someone else take over.
0: All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No, nice one i'm happy i didn't think i was ever going to win a great quiz so
2: i like like the fact that you guys had such little faith in me that i was going to pull out some really obscure shite
0: well yeah that's what i thought was going to happen
2: uh no come on we've got to be fair (laughs) to our audience no i don't care about you guys so much it's got to be fair to our audience
0: sure sure uh right then that does bring an end to this week's episode of the finger guns podcast just time for out this week and out this week it's a big week especially for stuff that we're putting up uh made of skier comes out on july 28th skier that's a type of yogurt isn't it yes it is it's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cuba's Arena comes out on July 28th for Xbox One and PS4 Ageless is coming to PC and Switch on July 28th Uh, Skater XL is finally coming out on July 28th as well at this other side and we've got coverage for a good amount of them uh, coming to the site this week so look out for them as well July 28th also sees the release of Destroy All Humans, the remake which is coming uh, this week, you'll see Sean's review of that hopefully very very soon July 28th also Head Snatchers coming to PS4 I think i played that egx once it sounds familiar uh looks cool uh july 28th is the release of grounded which is in pc only access and xbox game preview oh my god july 28th is insane july 29th we've got dual gear and lost wing and nowhere profit coming to xbox one which i remember hearing about and someone said to me it was amazing so i to keep an eye out for that
4: Uh, we we have a review on the website it's a nine out of ten game go get it
0: sweet there you go that's where i heard it from Uh, Blightbound is coming to PC on July 29th Nicole is coming to Xbox One That looks like a Sean Davies joint, goodness me They'll do If ever I've seen one uh, Yeah, they do, that's true July 30th sees Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme Versus Maxi Borst O.N. Good lord, why do they That's coming out on PS4 Version of the Yeah, right, coming out to Switch on Xbox One On July 30th July 30th sees Yakuza Kiwami 2 Come to Xbox One July 30th also sees the release of Hellpoint coming to PC and PS4. Look out for Greg's review on that this week. And July 30th sees Fight Fight Crab uh, coming up, but we can't tell you about that because that's the first rule. Um, Actually, I'm kidding. You can look at Toby's content on that. Uh, Is that up already, or is that embargoed? Uh, That's for Wednesday. Wednesday. Awesome source. You can tell I've been paying a lot of attention this week, can not you? You've been (laughs) on holiday. It's fine. And July 31st sees the release of Down, down, everyone. Cat Quest and Cat Quest 2 double pack. Coming to Switch and PS4. (laughs)
1: Awesome.
0: Uh, The first Cat Quest was a lot of fun. So it should be... uh, If you've missed it, I actually recommend checking it out because it's it's a fun little game. Well, that's it. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Head down to the description of the podcast and you'll find our link tree where you can see all of our links everywhere we are all over the world and of course you can follow our individual twitter handles below except for toby because he's smart and not on twitter that does bring an end to it and thank you all very much indeed for listening once again my name is roscoe thank you for listening it is goodbye from toby anderson bye now bye from mr sean davies toodles goodbye from mr greg hicks goodbye goodbye mr paul collett see you we'll see you next time on the finger guns podcast <laughs>